Jerusalem's Zion's king will restore the land, the clouds will part, and our king will descend, the fire in his eyes, seven stars, his right hand. So thankful to be with you once again on the program, Watch Therefore. Here we are in 2022, and as I continue this uh, small series I began, Profiles in Isaiah, uh, here's the question. Can the words of this ancient prophet from the 700s BC really be relevant for us here in 2022? And the answer is a resounding hallelujah and yes. These things we're going to hear today, these things are so important for each one of us. And I pray, and we will pray in just a moment, that the Lord does a great work in our hearts, minds, and lives through the Word of the living God, this prophet Isaiah. Now, oftentimes, we see how the church and the nations of the world could take great instruction from how the Lord dealt with ancient Israel and how He's dealing with modern Israel today. Certainly, as some would falsely assert, the church has not replaced Israel. It's not the new Israel. And the Bible tells us there's no other covenant nation like Israel. One place you see that is in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4. Yet we can and should learn from Israel. Also, there are chapters in Isaiah where the Lord warns the nations that are against him. Now, regarding the Lord's dealings with Israel, there's an old saying that we would do well to heed, and here it is. Wisdom learns from one's own mistakes, but great wisdom learns from the mistakes of others. Having said that, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, oh, thank you that in Messiah Jesus we have not only salvation, but your wisdom and your ways for us to go forward in this difficult generation. Please bless all of our viewers today. Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, we pray it. Amen and amen. So Isaiah 1 shows us the great, almighty, holy one of Israel. And he's wearied by the way Israel has left him nothing else but to pour out fury and judgment on his people and his land. His love and his mercy is giving way to his holiness and wrath. Like the late great pastor Adrian Rogers once said, the waves of God's judgment are slamming against the dam of his mercy, and the dam is about to give way. And he was saying that, warning America. <clears throat> Israel had been divided by the north and south. Isaiah is speaking to the southern kingdom of Judah. Let's begin in Isaiah Chapter 1, verse 1. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master and crib, but Israel does not know. My people do not consider. Alas, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a brood of vipers, children who are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backward. Why should you be stricken again? You will revolt 
more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faints. From the sole of the foot even to the head there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores, they have not been closed or bound up or soothed with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Strangers devour your land in your presence, and it is desolate as overtaken by strangers. So the daughter of Zion is left as a booth in a vineyard, as a hut in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city. Unless the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been made like Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices to me, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed cattle. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs, or of goats, when you come to appear before me, who has required this from your hand to trample my courts, bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me, the new moons, the Sabbaths, and the calling of assemblies. I cannot endure iniquity in the sacred meeting. Your, moon, your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hates. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear your hands are full of blood. So, in the Torah, the Lord commanded Israel to worship him through these things that he's now cursing through his prophet Isaiah. The Sabbaths, the new moons, the feasts of the Lord, the animal sacrifices, these are all appointed times and ceremonies set by and for the Lord with his people Israel. Why then is he so weary of them? It's because of one simple word that is commonly avoided even in church today. And here it is. You ready? Sin. Sin. Something Israel did not understand that too often is forgotten in the church today. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. Death. You see, they had lost their first love. They had lost their love for the Lord and become carnal and vulnerable to all kinds of evil. So they went through the motions of religion. And those things that were to be done from a love of God, they did them from a cold and rebellious heart toward the Lord himself. Israel had so lost the fear of the Lord and become so worldly and carnal that they even became indifferent to the shedding of the innocent blood of babies in their midst. Babies were sacrificed to idols. Today, is it so different with disciples of Messiah Jesus and the body of Christ, the environment of church today? In America, that has founding documents and rich tradition from the Old and New Testaments, the blood of 60 million babies, more than that actually, has been shed and pollutes the land. Too often, church has become sinfully Americanized, and much of today's America is evil and very un-American. Who do you think has disrupted church in America over the last two years with this virus scenario? Is the same Lord of Israel wearied by our church services and, sing and singing words we don't mean to him on Sunday mornings. One pastor said it this way. He said, 
We don't tell God lies. We sing them on Sunday mornings. What's the cure prescribed by the Lord's man Isaiah? Well, hallelujah, there is good news. And there is the love of our Lord Jesus. He's the great physician that came to heal us. And in just a moment, we'll see his cure for the sickness of sin in the church and in our land. This all should make us want to watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. 
Shalom from Israel. I'm Ezra. I, I have the privilege to live in the Golan Heights and be a partner of blessing Israeli believers. Throughout the years, you've stood with us faithfully, and we've been able to do, provide food baskets, um, medical like crutches, eyeglasses, uh, shower chairs, blood pressure monitors, so many different projects that you've provided for throughout the years. And I just want to take this time to thank you for being so faithful, for truly demonstrating the love of Messiah to the people of Israel. And they are all so thankful. So on their behalf, I thank you. And I want to encourage you to continue to pray and stand with blessing Israeli believers. And I bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach from Israel. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And as I continue in this mini-series, if you will, Profiles in Isaiah, now we're going to see what the Lord is looking for from His people in the midst of His judgment for their sin. Sin amongst His people and their land. He says, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes, Cease to do evil, learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken." the solution to their very real sin problem and, and God's furious judgment upon them was to wash themselves, to wash themselves. And I want to share with you what happened to me because I, I was addicted to sin and that addiction took on many different forms. But then I got so radically saved. I got born again. I got saved by my Savior, Messiah Jesus. And the first thing I, I wanted is I wanted to be clean. I wanted to be clean. And I learned later from the Bible, that's because of the cleansing from the blood of Messiah Jesus, washing away my sins. Yes, and, and the heart of, of the living God by His Holy Spirit working out of me, making me want to be clean. He cleaned me. He cleansed me. And that gave me this strong desire to want to be clean. I wanted to stop doing evil and to do good. I began hating my sin and the sin all around me. I began caring about precious souls going to hell, knowing I deserved to go there myself and that I wasn't going there because of the mercy and love of Jesus, my Lord. And, and I began caring about precious souls being murdered in their mother's wombs. And, and so we must, we must care about righteousness and rebuke the oppressors and purveyors of evil and darkness in our land. And, and, and here are some examples of that. America, stop killing babies. Stop celebrating sin and wickedness and evil. There's going to be hell to pay. Disciples of Messiah Jesus, stop being entertained by evil. Repent and learn to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Stop sitting around and doing nothing and saying nothing. 
stand up and walk after our Savior Jesus, denying yourself and taking up your cross and being a light in the darkness. Don't be part of the darkness. The, the Lord who loves us says he wants to reason with us. He wants to reason with us. Though our sins, our sins, the sins of the church, the sins of professing disciples of Messiah Jesus. You see, the problem isn't the White House. It's our house, the church house. It's our house. Judgment begins first in the household of God. 1 Peter 4, 17. And, and, and everybody knows 2 Chronicles 7, 14. But what about verse 13? You see, you want to know where this virus originated? It began in the mind of the Lord. Before it began in China, it originated from the will of our Heavenly Father. And before you turn the channel, please listen to what the Bible says. When I, when the Lord, he says, when I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence, plague, virus among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. When I tell disciples, I'll be sitting in a group, like in a prayer meeting or, or what have you, and I'll be telling disciples of Jesus the Lord who don't know where this virus came from, I'll say it came from the Lord. Look at what the Bible says over and over. When I send a pestilence, when I send a pestilence, when I send it all through the Bible, and when I tell them what the Bible says, they look at me like that's the, that's the craziest thing they've ever heard before. Why? Because we're so far off from God and knowing his ways. You see, along with being one of the, the, the end times birth pangs, pestilence, yes, this virus is the judgment of the Lord. And if that offends you, it's really not that you're offended at me. You're offended at the Lord. Yeah. And so what do we need to do? We need to look at what the Word of God says, and we need to humble ourselves and pray and seek His face and turn from our wicked ways. And, and, and though the church has certainly not replaced Israel, disciples of Christ can learn from the Lord's dealing with Israel. Speaking of Jerusalem, look what he says, and then we're going to read some more verses here. How the faithful city has become a harlot. It was full of justice, righteousness lodged in it, but now murderers. Your silver has become dross, your wine mixed with water, your princes are rebellious and, and companions of thieves. Everyone loves bribes and follows after rewards. They do not defend the fatherless, nor does the cause of the widow come before them. Therefore the Lord says, the Lord of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, Ah, I will rid myself of my adversaries and take vengeance on my enemies. I will turn my hand against you and thoroughly purge away your dross and take away all your alloy. These, these things speak of the impurities that are in silver, for example. I will restore your judges as at the first and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion shall be redeemed with justice and our penitence with righteousness. The destruction of transgressors and of sinners shall be together. And those who forsake the Lord shall be consumed, for they shall be ashamed of the terebinth trees which you have desired, and you shall be embarrassed because of the gardens which you have chosen. This pertains to the false pagan worship they are involved in. For you shall be a tr as a terebinth tree whose leaf fades, as a garden that has no water. The strong shall be as tender, and the work of it as a spark. Both will burn together, and no 
and no one shall quench them. So in the midst of the fiery judgment the Lord is warning of, yes, it's because his own people had become his enemies. And you think, well, that could never happen in, in the church or amongst disciples of Jesus the Lord. Yes, look what James 4 says. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And so much of what's going on in the modern Christian environment today is simply worldliness and carnality and friendship with the world and enmity. Shaking a fist and joining those who do. Shaking a fist in the face of the Lord. And But here, well, well Brother Dove, where's the love? Here's How about some love, brother? Here you go. Here's love. Here's mercy. Here's the kindness of the, of the Lord in the midst of his judgment. Because there's a term that we see all through or through much of Isaiah in the midst of this judgment. His hand is outstretched still. The, the loving, merciful hand of the Lord is still stretching out his hand to show mercy and forgiveness and kindness. Let's take a look at it in, in some of the different chapters in Isaiah. Chapter 5. Therefore, the anger of the Lord is aroused against his people. He has stretched out his hand against them and stricken them, and the hills trembled. Their carcasses were as refuge in the midst of the streets. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. Isaiah 9, the Syrians before and the Philistines behind, and they shall devour Israel with an open mouth. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is is stretched out still. Isaiah 9 later on in verse 17, Therefore the Lord will have no joy in their young men, nor have mercy on their, on their fatherless and widows. For everyone is a hypocrite and an evildoer, and every mouth speaks folly. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. Isaiah 10, With me they shall bow down among the prisoners, and they shall fall among the slain. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And so it is today. Listen, we have come to a place and an environment that has corrupted our thinking where Jesus the Lord is just going to have to take me as I am and love me and give me his mercy this way. No. No, he doesn't have to do anything but walk according to his own character. He's whole, God is love. Yes, God is love. No doubt. No doubt. But before that, you see, love is one of the many expressions of his holiness. More than anything, he is holy, holy, holy. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Our holy Savior Jesus, the Spirit of God is the Holy Spirit. And his holiness means that he's perfect in every way, not just in his love, but also in his righteousness, in his, in, in, in his goodness, his justice that demands wrath and judgment. And so, you know, the old saying, it's kind of like going through the cafeteria. You know, this is how I want to take God. I want, it, I want, it, I want a God that is love. Good. He's kindness. He's mercy. Oh, that justice part? No, we'll leave that be. And, and, and you leave that. Someone else may want that. And then you slide the tray down, right? And, 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 and his wrath? Oh, no, we'll have none of that, right? No, no, no. And, and his hatred for evil? No, 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 because I want to walk in my own ways. You can't do, you can do that, but it's deception. 
and it won't work. What do you mean? In the end, there's this wonderful old, really good American saying, it all comes out in the wash. And he's not going to be anyone but who he is. And so we need to change. It's like the, the fellow said years ago, he said, the Lord was speaking very clearly to me one day, and he said to me, you and I are not compatible, and I never change. And this fellow clearly understood the Lord was telling him, I need to change. I need to get my heart right. I need to get my thinking right. I need to get my speaking right to line up with who he is and to follow this Savior, Messiah, Jesus. What about you? What about you? Today, will you acknowledge, I need to be clean before the Lord. That's where I need to start right now today for this new year. Maybe you're watching and you've never truly been saved. You've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Today is your day. Oh, things are going to be increasingly difficult in this generation. That's what the Bible clearly teaches. Yet we have the Savior who's coming for those who are born again. He's promised to come and get us and take us back to this place he's been preparing for us. All hell is going to break loose, and the wrath of God is going to be poured out on the, on the earth for seven years. And then hell and the lake of fire for those who are not forgiven for their sins. Oh, cry out to him today, Jesus, Lord. I believe you died on the cross to pay for my sins. You were buried on the third day. Hallelujah, you rose from the grave. Save me, forgive me, give me new life. I want to repent, to turn away from my ways, and to follow after you. If he'll do that, he'll do that. He'll forgive you right now. And, and if you're doing that, if you're getting saved, if you're receiving Jesus, your Savior and Lord, this way today, there's information at the bottom of your screen. It's a, it, it will help you get a brochure we'll send out to you called How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Please contact us and ask for this brochure. We want to send it to you today. And for everyone who's watching, oh, let's remember that 2022 is going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult, right? Let's be right with the Lord and walk with him through it. And he'll make a way for us. He will make a way for us. Oh, Father in heaven, oh, Holy Father and Messiah Jesus' name, tremendously bless everyone who's watching with these words today. And may they do their work, these words from your word, do their work in our hearts, minds, and lives to start us off on a right path for 2022. Thank you, Holy Father and Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. More than ever, folks, remember, watch their form. Be ready. King Jesus is coming for us. When? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.